to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Uh, so we're late. No. <clears throat> Better late it's, than never. Everybody has to take this weekend off. Come on. We deserved our day. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is we're actually recording this on Labor Day, which is supposed yeah. to be a day off. So logical. <laughs> no big parties to go to this morning. <laughs> ah, yes. The big Labor Day parties. Right. Right. Yeah. Let me get right on that. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of weird because uh, <clears throat> I guess in the town that I live in, first of all, everything just has always traditionally shut down a little earlier here. So yeah, you have a curfew. It's pretty well, funny actually for how busy of a town you have. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, it's a very, it, it's growing, but it's definitely a very, um, very quiet commuter town. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there, there, not much is really open late. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is last which time I came over, we kind of struggled to go anywhere, honestly. <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, and that was like you know Friday, Saturday night. Uh, say nothing about Sunday or during the week. Yeah, and, and technically everything downtown is like closed today, so right. for Labor Day. So the, it, that's very con- well. I mean, granted, we are still doing like a lot of like pandemic hours and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that it, it really is about the same regardless of, you know, impending doom. <laughs> you <Yeah. know>? It's just, <laughs> it just closes down uh, a lot earlier. And so, yeah, no, no labor day parties more than likely. <laughs> Cause right. there's no parties <laughs> going on in this down in general. And, and w- w- there's even a college here. Yeah. You would think, You'd notice more presence from that, but I never do when I come over. Somebody's probably trying to triangulate. Trying, oh my God, he said it's like a close early and there's like college. And and it's a commuter town. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's let's re-record the intro. Uh, Can't let him get too close. Oh, man. Well, folks. I'm surprised you have as many days off as you have. You typically don't get the best holidays off. Not that I would consider this one of the best ones, but uh, it, it really it really depends on, on the business, I guess. But I, I mean, I, I'm I'm just taking a long weekend because uh, I'm realizing I have like a few weeks of vacation I haven't planned out how to use yet. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I can really do anything with the time this year. I mean, it's just like yeah, I mean, some things are opening up, and I probably could do some stuff, but it's just you know everybody's still a little. I think still a little shell shock by the past year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've just been booting around like going to baseball games, going to, you know, crew games, stuff like that. So it, 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 it I don't know, man, there, there really, there's not that much going on. So yeah, same I, we'll here. I just burned through. Year. I burned most of my vacation, finally taking pretty much every Friday off and, I was kind of getting bored. I just didn't have a whole lot to do. We had already done our family vacation, so I was just killing time at that point. Right. Right, exactly. So do you want to give them the excuse you you came up with for for, uh, not being able to drop the podcast at its traditional time? Did I give an excuse? 
No, you have to give an excuse now. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what I did this weekend. <laughs> what was your anniversary weekend? Well, yeah, but that was yesterday, and typically we don't record on Sundays anyway. I did something Saturday I got busy with. I can't remember now, but mm. yeah. 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 Well, one whole year since our our crazy uh, uh, group podcast with everybody, too. Oh, yeah. That was on that week. Yeah, that's true. It's that's been a true, very quick year. <clears throat> Just kind of flew by, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And and I mean, we, we talked about this a little bit last week as well, I think, where, um, you know, or maybe week before. It doesn't really matter. But, you know, kind of like hitting a little bit of the burnout stage and, and not only the, the pandemic, but also sort of in um, – and really, really searching for topics for podcasts as well, because we're, we're not a reaction based channel. We're not a clickbait yeah. uh, podcast, not a channel, because, I mean, there is YouTube, but it's which actually, coincidentally, this was funny. Periodically, I do check the statistics for YouTube just because there are some listeners there. Not many, but and there are terrible some people. No, yeah, you know, I mean, terrible comments. There's really no comments, but there there are periodically people that listen to stuff on YouTube, which I, I find to be hilarious because there's no video aspect. It's just literally the like Podbean uh, linking the audio to right. YouTube. So, but people do listen there, which I, I thought was funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've uh, we've kind of been dealing with with some of that, and then yeah, we were talking prior to hitting record. But you know, I, I we were sort of going over maybe some of the stuff that we could do in the future. Um, you know, we talked about oh, this book. Oh, maybe we we go back and look at another season of Rebels. It's like yeah, but I don't really want to sit around and do that right now. I, I, yeah, it's a little time consuming. I mean, you're talking about going through, you know, roughly eight to 10 hours of TV or, you know, I mean, there's just not a whole lot other than that. We have comics. I mean, we have plenty of content there. And I had even mentioned uh, that we hadn't done the other High Republic comic series. And I got to thinking about it. It's like, well, we got, how many do we have? We've got Vader. We've got Afro. Yeah, Vader, Afro, Bounty Mainline Hunters, Main Star, Star Wars, Wars, Bounty, War, High Republic, two High Republic. Yeah. So, yeah, there's like six active comic lines right now. Yeah. That's like well, really and to another and, one. and technically the main line, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, like right. one-off comics. Yeah, and the majority of the comics we're going through, we're not the biggest fans of, so I really just don't want to add to that list any more than I have to right now. Yeah, I, well, War of the Bounty Hunters has fallen really flat, I think, for both of us. Yeah, um, and Vader's been kind of disappointing as well. Uh, yes, it did become disappointing but it's it's the over pov of a, of a certain aspect and like mm-hmm. you know we talked about this with um with rising storm where it was like how many times do we have to have a different pov at the stupid arch i don't care just yeah. set the stage and let's go um so yeah it, it even even content wise i mean it's not like we've been struggling for content but struggling uh, to pick content because I, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to say it. I don't really want to be at home. <laughs> you know, I, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to be sitting here in this house and it's like, you know, like my house projects haven't really been, um, coming to fruition because I, I just don't really want to be sitting here. I kind of want to be out mm. doing stuff, uh, which I have been attempting to do. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just some of that kind of like 
more tedious, time-consuming stuff just sort of locks you down. It's like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on that right now. You know, I want quick hit sort of like, you know, five-minute video stuff, you know. Right. It's time for the clickbait. Kathleen Kennedy is going to be fired in two weeks, you know. Time uh, for time for clickbait, no. you know. It, it'll be I'd, fun. I'd, when we're ready to do that, I will probably be sick that week. I'll just go ahead and warn <laughs> you now. That'll be a power half hour solo video for you. Pow- power five minutes more more likely. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, y- y- you guys know we're we're not we're not really into that. And and more to the more to the specifics. This week we are going to talk about phase one and phase two of High Republic. Just kind of looking back on some of the stuff we've gotten. Uh, obviously, we're going to be moving into sort of like a phase three. Uh, of this uh, High Republic sort of universe series, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, we just kind of want to look back and fondly on all the memories <laughs> that we've had. So many fond memories. <laughs> the memories <laughs> along the way. Um, but yeah, man. So I guess aside from that, how's your week been? Not too bad. Um, obviously, the weekend was pretty fun. Had the anniversary and whatnot. The week kind of flew by, honestly. It it was weird. It, w- it did not feel like a lead up to a holiday weekend, which typically holiday the week before is crazy for me. But it just kind of flew by. I finally got my shed after, you know, three weeks of delays. So I got to start building that. I was actually doing that before I started recording. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Fun, fun. All plastic shed. Slide lock stuff. And now I got to <laughs> put it all together and then put it in its place because I can't assemble it in its hole. So fun, yeah. fun. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Uh, you know, I, I went to went to a baseball game, which was uh, which was good. Uh, watched uh, Shang Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, cool. Watched that. Excellent movie. Probably one of the best uh, Marvel has put out recently. Which was surprising because I knew nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the reason. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you burn out on all these characters. <laughs> well, I mean, let's talk about the characters. I mean, who who is there to be interested? I mean, is anybody really interested in Ant-Man? I mean, dead serious. Does anybody really care about Ant-Man? Hey, maybe that's someone's favorite superhero, but it's it's not mine. I don't care. <laughs> well, not not mine either, and to or be honest lost. with you, What's that? Or yeah, the wasp, or the yeah. hornet, or whatever. No, it's, yeah, it's the wasp. <laughs> well, I, I mean, is Paul Rudd kind of wearing off on people yet? God, wouldn't you think so? <laughs> I mean, I like Paul Rudd. I, I don't. He, he is Paul Rudd, and every it's, it's the same thing with um, uh, Van Wilder. Uh, what is his name? Mm. Deadpool. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in every single movie. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't change. Yeah. He's the same guy. Yeah, he does not get into character for anything whatsoever. I mean, he, he Deadpool is, and his character, character... Deadpool could have been in Waiting, and it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah, he's going to Batwing somebody. Right. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I mean, Ant-Man, who, who, who honestly cares about Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. Um, like Hawkeye? Uh, I mean, even even some of the major characters. Like, I, I know a lot of people really went in on Falcon Winter Soldier. Said that was good. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Haven't watched it. Um, Same with um, 
WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision, yeah. Uh, a lot of people said that, and, and I did kind of want to watch that. And, and again, But again, it just hit this weird time where it's like, I don't want to sit here and watch these things right now. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Loki. Loki, mm-hmm. a lot of people... That one's uh, getting really good reviews. Yeah, a lot of people said that was cool. Don't really care about the Asgard stuff, though. Never was yeah. really big. I mean, I, Thor, I Thor's fine. The same thing, honestly. Yeah, not 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 super interested. They did have the trailer in theaters for Eternals, which looks to be interesting. They oh, have really? Ro- Rob Stark, the guy who played Rob Stark in there, mm-hmm. uh, Selma Hayek, uh, Angelina Jolie's in there. Um, that could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know anything about the Eternals. I, I don't know about the story, but yeah. I mean, at least from the trailer, it was like, oh yeah, we've just, we're, we're like a mortal superhero, superhuman. I mean, like, well, uh, Rob Stark's character does the laser beam eyes. So he's like, he's like Marvel's Superman or something, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're just like OP. He's Cyclops. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a better approximation. But yeah, I mean, they're just like OP god things that live on earth but don't do anything because they were told by <laughs> you know the noise you know when they showed like <laughs> you know just some giant six-eyed guy who i do not know who that is i'm sure there are people who really know who oh, that yeah, person we're, is we're making people mad <laughs> yeah, i don't care but you know, oh well the big <laughs> guy said that we can't help unless it deals with these deviant you know the deviant arts so so uh, just draw a couple of weird uh, Sonic characters, and they'll go after them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that that looked potentially interesting. I've always liked Selma Hayek. I mean, I, I I've always I've always enjoyed her stuff, and I did like Rob Stark. I don't know the actor's name. I just know him as Rob yeah. Stark. Um, God, that Red Wedding was terrible. I really hated that. <laughs> I hate I I hated that. Uh, and not 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 hated it. Not like. This is terrible writing, but it, I just I hated that it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was rough. Uh, I've been thinking about rewatching that too. Again, I don't want to be at home, but yeah, just. true. Well, uh, uh, Rob Stark's wife, uh, uh, Una, I think I think is first uh, Una Chaplin. She's uh, Charlie Chaplin's uh, granddaughter, great granddaughter. Oh, really? Like that. Yeah, didn't know that. So yeah, no. Uh, vi- that could be interesting. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Kind of seems like a Guardians of the Galaxy type of thing. Yeah. Like, but that was the thing I liked about Shang Chi though was that it wasn't like floaty Marvel stuff. Like it seemed yeah. it was like there was some stuff, but it was like it seemed like grounded in in like kind of the real world a little bit more with just uh, like hints. Doctor Strange stuff. <laughs> well, Doctor Strange is magic, so yeah. But the the. Shaolin Temple stuff, and that was pretty floaty. It was pretty bad. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They also have the What If series, which I haven't watched much of, but um, yeah. I, that's it's mixed. That, that one, I will say, is mixed. Some people like it, some people don't, but it's the times we live in, I think, more than anything. But, like, Peggy Carter, I think, was always kind of a cool character. Uh, you know, they did the Agent Carter, obviously, was in the first Captain America movie. But they kind of they, like they had the whole thing where she's the a super where she's, soldier. Yeah. yeah. She's that Captain would be Carter. I don't know <laughs> if I care about all the other ones, but she would be a cool one. <laughs> so they did have to call her Captain Carter because like in order to like Captain America, so Captain England, Captain UK, right. Captain British. I don't know. Right. <laughs> that doesn't quite work as well, unfortunately. So yeah, Captain Carter. Um I think I, that would be fun, especially after we uh introduce well, what's the Russian one's name in 
Black Widow. Oh, Captain uh, Russia or what? No, <laughs> I can't think. Yeah, uh, gosh, I can't remember. Uh, red, uh, red something. Uh, red Dawn, Red Panda, Red something. Uh, what is his flipping <laughs> red name? Panda. Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Red Guardian. I think that's right. <sighs> yeah, good, to, good stuff, David Arbor. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, I, I don't remember. Uh, was I don't remember uh, the other what ifs because like. Uh, there's something if if somebody was basically Star Lord, right? I don't I don't know I haven't really again I haven't looked at it at all but d- there's been some some stuff that people have enjoyed there, uh, you know so, so Marvel Marvel's still trying I don't really know where they're gonna go like in in the furtherance of everything because uh, mm-hmm. uh, I don't really care about the alien stuff you know that we kind of well, get I in just... with Captain Marvel and and yeah. the, I, I'm not really interested in the aliens. Yeah, I never have been. I never really followed comics growing up. So as far as I was aware, growing up, Thanos was a big deal. And to go past that, it's like, well, what's next? I'm sure there's plenty of people right now screaming, knowing (laughs) that there's some Thanos is a B word. (laughs) This is like some (laughs) Dragon Ball Z like, oh, no, there's someone 10 million times more powerful than all the main Marvel characters will have to level up kind of stuff going on. But I don't know. Well, there is. Well, yeah. even even with even with like Shang Chi, you know, the whole thing was is he was a human. He was just like intensely proficient at martial arts and in the the harnessing of chi. But I, I, I did mm-hmm. I did remember that there was something about where he could hold his own with like gods, you know, demigods and stuff, right? Because he was so proficient, you know. Um, Gotta love Marvel power scaling. <laughs> yeah, pa- the the powers are always all, all over the place, and there's always like a worse bad guy. There's always a worse thing, and you know, crossover, but Spider-Man, uh, trailer did drop. I know you haven't seen it. Um, but I, I, I personally, you know, we, we were kids when, when Toby was Spider-Man. Um, so there's always like kind of a thing where it's like, Oh yeah, Toby. Okay. I like Tom Holland a lot better than, than either Toby or Garfield, but yeah. Garfield wasn't great, but I did like the amazing Spider-Man stuff. I, was always yeah. kind of more of a fan of amazing than ultimate or whatever toby's was i don't super know. mega whatever they call it yeah whatever <laughs> super mega v max evolution gotcha uh right. but yeah no i i, I like tom holland I, th- I think he's very spider-man e uh mm-hmm. but yeah that that should be that should be interesting they are doing some doctor strange stuff in there looks like mm-hmm. so we'll see how that all works out the, the Doctor Strange stuff is really seeming to, like, spider into a lot of the universe, though, now, which maybe maybe we don't need to have, like, Wong and everything or Strange. And, you know, I mean, it's yeah. fine. Well, I know everyone was obsessed with <sighs> everything Doctor Strange when it came out, so I get why they're doing it. They're doubling down for a reason. I didn't really care for the first Doctor Strange movie as much. It was okay. I thought it was know? okay. I like Cumberbatch as an actor, but... It, it was just okay for me. Yeah, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is good. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, many people will, like, say much about that. But, eh, it's just, it was meh. It was a, it was kind of a meh movie, origin movie. But, yeah, uh, yeah Shang-Chi was really good. If you haven't watched that or don't plan to, I would. I would go watch it. I, th- I thought Definitely it was really, will. really, really well done. And it had a really good Definitely cast. Probably, mm-hmm. probably one of the better casts that I've seen in, in a while. It really? was very good. And the humor Another was funny. 
It was actually yeah. funny. Yeah. Another, um, do you remember Fear Street growing up? RL Vaguely. Sign? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, were you into that at all? Did you read them much? Well, I mean, yeah, I read the books. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so they did movies for that and they just released them all on Netflix. I did yeah. go through them. We haven't talked, had a chance to talk about it. probably about three weeks ago, two weeks ago. They were excellent. I thought I'd highly nice. recommend them to anybody. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, no, I, I really haven't thought about watching anything new, but I, I do remember that. Uh, I did queue up the the Bob Ross documentary so I can see how bad people were to oh, Bob. No. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I, I remember hearing Roast about it. of Bob Ross. <laughs> well, it, it, apparently it's not like that. I, I guess I guess it's more centered around kind of the the greed of everyone else around Bob. Because like the thing is, is he he actually made a. a a little painting empire. It was yeah. very popular and there was a lot of money in his uh, branding and products. And I, I vaguely remember a little bit of that where, uh, you know, sort of the control was called into question and his son did paint on the series from time to time, mm-hmm. but he went like dark, right. you know, he, he went dark. I think uh, I, it does look like he and his dad had a very good relationship throughout their mm-hmm. lives. And, you know, losing him and everything was, was obviously a big deal. I mean, he, both, both of his parents are, are dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob, Bob Ross's wife died during the series. Like he literally continued oh, really? the series and, and it was like towards the end, but yeah, he died. Then Bob Ross died of, uh, some, some form of cancer. He was, mm-hmm. he was in his fifties, I think. Um, but yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot of greed in that, in that whole thing. But there again, he had a massive brand. Right. Uh, still to this day, you can buy Bob Ross branded paints and 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 mm-hmm. the whole the whole setup. It'll set you back a little bit, but uh, you can still do it. It's still popular. Well, who, who who doesn't know who Bob Ross is? I mean, even kids today. Well, they they, they, stre- <laughs> they stream it darn near twenty four seven on Twitch. Uh, there's yeah. YouTube channels. There's uh, it popped up. Oh, it, you you can find it on uh, streaming services too. I mean, Netflix mm-hmm. had it for a long time. I don't think they do anymore. Maybe Prime has it now. Anyway, but there's it, it floats around. Hulu, mm-hmm. maybe I, it doesn't matter. But yeah, you can you can find it anywhere. And sometimes I like to pop on one on YouTube just just because it's all there. It's all there. Are you still into painting? I, I mean, periodically. Yeah, I mean, from time to time. I haven't done it was, in, in a while. Was Bob your inspiration to start? Uh, you, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched the show as a kid I as knew, it was coming out. I knew you did out. growing up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, PBS, man. That was uh, mm-hmm. that was that was where it was. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. PBS had great stuff. Oh, so lucky <laughs> to have that growing up. Yeah. It was all kind of cheesy, but it was awesome. I was, you know, it was, it was public broadcasting. It was, it was mm. low budget a lot of times. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was what was available, especially if you didn't yeah. have cable. I, I uh, got a little blast from the past the other day. I, I watch TikTok and every <sighs> once in a while, I know I'm TikTok. one of those, but every once in a while, but there's a few people I follow who are like, Hey, you forgot about this growing up. And they did a PBS one mm. and they uh, I forget the name of it now, but it was uh, the library one, like the, the lions. You remember that? Mm. You probably watched mm. it growing up. If you looked it up and like saw the intro, you would probably know it. But probably, it was all yeah. it was all puppets, like Muppets, and it was all lions. Uh, like God, there, there yeah. were a lot of puppet things yeah. out there. <laughs> Lots yeah, of puppets. Late eighties, early nineties. They love puppets. They sure did, huh? 
Yep, yep. A lot out there. But there again, a lot of that stuff gets relived. Like, uh, what was it? Dark yeah. Crystal. You know, they had the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't I get into wa- that much, honestly. No, no, me neither. But I do remember uh, I was like in preschool or whatever. I think mm-hmm. I was, I think it was like in it, or maybe it was just a daycare. It didn't really matter. But I do remember them playing the Dark Crystal for like the older kids. Cause like that place was, it was a weird place. It was a house, a big house. And like, if you were one of the older kids and you could go upstairs and watch a movie sometimes while the younger kids were like taking their nappy naps. Um, and I remember being invited up. I was one of the big kids (laughs) and, and I, and we watched dark crystal and I was like, what the, what the hell is this? What is this thing? I mean, I don't get it. Uh, but anyway, so we, we've educational. Yeah, we've yacked like 25 minutes on on nothing. So you want to actually Probably talk some Star Wars? Probably because we're not looking Wars? forward to this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, we, we probably should. We probably should start uh, start working into the High Republic. So um, I remember High Republic coming forward. I was at Celebration. I went to the, cel- uh, to the uh, publishing panel with all the writers. It was very interesting. All the hype. There was a lot of hype and then pandemic hit. And then instead of releasing the books the way they should have to give us something to look forward to while in the pandemic, they decided to push it to the next year, which I I, still, I still feel it was a huge mistake. I thought it was phase four by now, if they had actually stuck with the schedule, (laughs) I just thought it was stupid. I mean, what, how, how much were we craving for stuff at the time? Yeah. And then I don't, not that I think that, you know, it's conflicting at all, but why did they decide to drop this around the same time as all the comics? It's all, It always seems like Star Wars throws mm. us a ton of content all at once. And it's... Yeah. This is complaining for someone who makes content videos. It's well, just too much well, always. To well, but the thing with. is, is that we, we complained about that last week, though, too. It's like, why do we have, like, four comics coming out every single week? Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like almost like an information overload. But while well, the comics were pushed back too, though, if you remember, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of those were pushed back. But but that was just you know a lot of printing issues. And and listen, I get it. I'm sure some of it had to do with the actual publishing of the books and the supply and demand, and the, and the logistics and the marketing and the business, 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 business. But at the but same the books token, were done. <laughs> yeah, but they they were set for release, and it's like I think they should have released them. I think it would have given mm-hmm. people something positive to look forward to in the pandemic. And then they, they took it away. They took it away. And even, even if they couldn't do physical copies yet, at least drop audible stuff, you know? Yeah. You know, drop your I, audio book, drop your ebook. Yeah. And, and, and I'll, and I'll be honest, like y- you guys remember us talking about all the content before the pandemic, how, how popular it was, how much it was talked about on like Twitter and, and mm-hmm. the social media and everybody's talking about it. These books have been quiet. Yeah. There've been reviews. Yeah. Podcasts have been talking about them, YouTube, all that good stuff. They've been talked about, but not on the scale, not on the scale. That not they were. compared to like alphabet squadron. Yeah. I mean, if everyone two, blew up on that, but no one's talking high Republic like that. Tr- true. But if like two extremely casual social media users noticed that difference, there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. People just aren't talking about it like they used to. And I, again, I think it's a mis- I think it was a huge mistake on Disney's part 
by not publishing these during the pandemic when they were supposed to drop. Totally agree. And then they just dropped everything like in very quick uh, succession. Mm-hmm. And we've just been no sort time of on, to a, digest on a sprint. Anything. Yeah. I mean, the, the thought of rereading any of these books even, because I typically like to do that before I jump further into a series. I did with most of the other books we read, but mm-hmm. it's just it feels like too much. Yep. No doubt. Well, anyway, to get the complaining stuff out of the way. So, first wave was effectively Light of the Jedi into the uh, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, Into the Dark, Claudia Gray, A Test of Courage, Justina Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if the con- uh, that's all it says in this article. Second wave, uh, so Rising Storm, Kevin Scott, uh, Out of the Shadows, Claudia Gray. We do out of the shadows. What was out of the shadows? <laughs> I'm totally forgetting uh, out of the shadows. Why am I? We just did that. We just did that. Yeah. That's okay. That one. derp. Yeah. Because we yeah. just did it. Yeah. 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 That's not Claudia Gray. This article is completely wrong. It's Justina Ireland. That was that was what was yeah. that was what yeah. tripped me up. It's like out of the shadows by Claudia. Gray. No, that's not right. Um, Raced Crash Point, which we haven't read. We won't, more than mm-hmm. likely. Um, and then there will be The Tempest Runner, uh, which is the audio drama. And I don't think that that's out yet, if I remember correctly. Let me actually look that up. Is that out yet? Oh, I think it is out. Is it? I'm trying to find it myself. No, it looks like it is out. Looks like it. Uh, we could potentially buy that. Yeah, it even has reviews. Two ratings. Interesting. I didn't realize that. <laughs> ah, I didn't know either. Interesting. Well, there we go. So I guess I don't I don't know. I don't know if I care enough about this to do it. We'll see. It's it's Nihil. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wonder see. Wonder if it's uh wonder if it's Markion or Martian in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it does say here cast-wise, so Martian and uh, so Mark Thompson is voicing Pan I- I- Idaho Potato, uh, Skier <laughs> and Markion Rowe. So we'll see. We'll see what that is. Eh, interesting cast. Uh, anyway, so there, there you go. Uh, we haven't really maneuvered all the way through phase two, and then you know phase three is kind of the upcoming. But we just figured we'd sit down and sort of talk about, you know, what we've had so far and, and you know, just what we thought of overall. We didn't go back and reread anything, so we're not going to get into much in the way of specifics. Um, you know, we're the detail guys. So, oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we already know all the details, which coincidentally I did have somebody talk about, like, if we ever do, you know, if I ever do get unlazy and make a shirt, it must say the detail guys on it somewhere. <laughs> so, you know, maybe one day. Um, so anyway, you should, let's, you should misspell it. <laughs> that'd be funny. That'd be, a, that'd be an inside joke right there. Goodness. Uh, all right. So let's just start off at the beginning. Light of the Jedi, Charles soul. This was our introduction into the high Republic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was, an how introduction. was that introduction? <laughs> the great disaster, the thing that shaped the entire universe. Oh, so it was a ship being blown out of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. 
cool. Buy an emo, dude. <laughs> it sucked. I mean, it was terrible. It was a disaster, yeah. but, you know, okay. The great disaster, though? It, it killed, like, you know, those two guys on that station. <laughs> he never got to go on that date with that spicy bartender. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He didn't get to go on a date. Oh, let's go ahead and go. Oh, they're dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, we make fun. but uh, So, as far as an introduction goes, I thought it was a little flat. Because, like, I'm mm-hmm. expecting, like, a, a great disaster. And the right. great disaster was just a ship that was, you know, uh, we, we, we deal with the, the Nihil and their paths. They took a path that intersected in a hyperspace lane, and it knocked the ship out of... Uh, out of hyperspace and the repercussions of flying masses of this ship uh, impacting wherever it's still going at hyper speed, light mm-hmm. speed. Uh, so very, in- I mean, it, it's interesting, but it was like, wow, this is the introduction to your entire series. This is the great thing that we have to deal with. Eh, meh. Yeah. And I don't know. I, to me, from the beginning, the Nihil weren't very intimidating. I think out of all the books, they probably were the most intimidating in this one, but still not that great. Well, they're 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 space pirates. We've seen mm-hmm. space pirates before. Um, yeah, and I mean, eventually I'll get over it. But they do kill off like the coolest potential Jedi right out the gate, and I'm drawing a blank on. I'm totally blanking on her name, but she dies in the final space. Oh, uh, Jorah Molly. Yeah, Jorah Molly. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, they killed off a couple of a couple of those pilots. Uh, I, I don't, and again, I don't remember all the names, but there were there were a couple that. Oh, okay. Well, they just killed that person. Fantastic. Thanks. Yeah. Couldn't have killed Skewer, but you know whatever. Um, no. <laughs> the, the most uninteresting Trandoshan. Things would have gone much better in the comics had he died in that battle. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, the, the Joramali thing was was obviously to set up Avar as the marshal of Starlight Beacon, and you know, yeah. to put uh, who was her who was her Padawan? Was that Bell? No, it wasn't Bell. It was because that was Loden's Padawan. It was. Uh... You talk about Joramali's? Yeah. Uh. He gets taken by. Uh, no, Tomac. I want to. I want to know who it was. It was. Yeah. It, was it? Yeah, Reith? I'm trying to think. Yeah, it was Reith. Reith Silas. Was it? Was it? I think so. I'm. I'm. Lo- uh, yeah. Okay. You're right. Reith Silas. You got it. But yeah, I mean, J- Jor Molly was a tr- uh, Tagruda, and I don't know. I mean, she just seemed interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just seemed like a very interesting, grounded character, and then we definitely get our pinnacle in force powers as well with Avar's little sink deal. Well, and the, yeah, now I will. Th- that's probably one of the brightest parts of this early, early part of the series was was Avar Chris. She had the ability that was flashed by Anakin in the New Jedi Order. This sort of like force connection, the the ability mm-hmm. to. In in Avar's sort of world, to see the the music of the of the universe and, and connect mm-hmm. it, and connect people, uh, and this is how they battle plan basically through her, 
And I do like Very how they cool. describe that with first seeing the force. I like how they kind of lay it out like everybody sees the force in a different light and hers yeah. is music. And I, I do appreciate that because you didn't really get that in New Jedi Order all that we, much. Well, you haven't really got it anywhere, which is, which is again, why we had such high hopes for this because yeah. we, we have set it up as they're so much more in tune. Right. Well, we, we've progressively talked about the, the Jedi of sort of the, towards the end of their power, I guess, mm-hmm. in w- w- which would have been the prequel trilogy. Um, their connection not really being for the Force or, or really listening to the Force, but more selfish, more inward and, and definitely weaker, weaker, mm-hmm. much weaker. And, you know, the, the fact that they were basically overcome by robots. I mean, Graham, yeah. okay, yeah, city, uh, yeah, right, yo, Palpatine, he's so smart. But, he, like, was he? I mean, he was almost killed by Mace Windu. You know what I right. mean? But he was able to and corrupt I Anakin. And you know what? I don't care what anyone says. Everyone likes to say, oh, he let that happen. No, he didn't. Mace would have killed him. <laughs> well, totally would have killed him. Well, again, I mean, we've seen it several times that the – like Palpatine's main weapon is force lightning and mm-hmm. we've seen it progressively be not a problem. Like even, right. even Obi-Wan Kenobi, when he's uh, shot with force lightning by, uh, by Dooku, he was able to deflect it with his saber. Like this yeah. isn't, this isn't like an unknown thing. It's just some people are so darn unprepared for it because they were well, stupid. Yoda can absorb it with his hand. Yeah. 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 He can make <laughs> a little force ball, you yeah. know, but, but anyway, I, I don't, well, you know, he was able to dispatch all the masters with a saber. Yeah, okay, he was able to fly around with Yoda. Yes, I understand. And, and maybe people are right that, you know, Palpatine kind of let this happen, but, yeah. you know, to further the means. But, I mean, I, I choose to give Mace Windu a little bit more credit than that. Um, but regardless of whether you give him credit or not, the the Jedi of the, the Last Republic, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially... Uh, weren't very good. They, 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 no. they were so afraid of everything that it made them weak. And, and we see in the High Republic, you know, with like Elzar Man and, and creating a storm with Avar and Avar's uh, force abilities and what we thought was going to be this super OP Stellan Geos um, sending force energy over vast amounts of, of yeah, he's space. he's like the furthest away from this conflict, and he's yeah. able to give an amazing amount of power away. <laughs> so just with that, we thought, oh, man, we're really in for it. We're in for, yeah. like, the golden age of the Jedi, them doing all this OP stuff. But then the setup was these stupid pirates that are are literally just, like, taking drugs, listening to, was it Wreck Punk? Is that what they were calling it? Yeah. Something and, like that. You know, just loud music. And and just like getting the better of the Republic. And it, it just mm-hmm. seemed so stupid. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, the Republic's always easy to trick, yeah. no matter which iteration. I think that it, here's the problem. You know, we got the Nihil, and then we've got the Drengear. We've got this kind of boring threat and this ridiculously overpowered threat. And I feel like they wrote our Jedi flawed enough for it to be a fair fight against the Nihil, like they actually had to struggle against them. But mm-hmm. then it just makes this stuff with the Drangir. I think that's why they're avoiding dealing with it. Because, like, 
well, these guys can't take on the drain gear. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of lame. It, it makes me think, too, like, in this golden age, this renaissance period of learning, you know, imagine if Luke was around in this time instead, like, with his raw potential actually being trained properly and being able to explore all this. It's like these Jedi are around in the best time, but they're not all that powerful in their yeah. own right. Yeah, I mean, it just all depends on how you look at it. But, um, but I guess... Again, we saw some really cool stuff, but the premise was kind of boring. Uh, even with the whole, what was the whole thing about the the massive amount of computers they were trying to put together? What do you remember exact? Oh, they were trying to calculate the emergences. Oh yeah. And so the whole reason why they had to create yeah. a storm was to like rain on the compute on the the droid uh, their droids in order to yeah, like cool they were them down. Or something. I yeah. That that's something that you that was had to write about. The force power was pretty cool. The setup for the force power was pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, Star Wars is never all that great when they come to the when you get to the technological side because yeah. the thought that you have to link all these droids together instead of just already having this supercomputer to do this, like really. Sure. We could jump to light speed, but we can't do a, a basic algorithm, you know, basic computing. Yeah, it is what it is. But anyway, I, I felt that, that Light of the Jedi fell a little too flat. It was crazy long. The audiobook was it so was. long. Wasn't that one close to like 15, 16 hours? Something it, like was, that. it was ridiculous. But also, that was where I got into this whole thing. If you don't stop preaching to me about what the stupid station <laughs> is called, I might strangle someone and then burn this book on their body. It it, it was it was it was so the most repetitive, repetitive book we have ever reviewed. I hate far. that. I hate it so 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 much. We're all what? What are yeah. we? Yeah, <laughs> bunch of idiots. Uh. Yeah, I I, I was. <sighs> Yeah, that was the other thing. There was all those yes and moments, like jump in the air. We're the Republic! Yeah! yeah. It's like, please stop. Please and, stop. And, oh my God, the end of the book where they all just ignite their lightsabers and like hold them up. So like Cheesy. It's it was, really it was, bad. It was so cheesy. Yeah, I... I, I try not I try not to be that that critical, but it was it was bad. It was a bad format of writing. Yeah. That in my opinion, it, it just it was trying to lambaste you over the head over and over and over again. Well, uh, we talked so about this recently. Get a thesaurus, come up with new words. Yeah, Don't true. Use the exact same thing to describe something every time. Yeah. So, anyway, I I, I was not overly impressed. I wish I was, uh, but I I just wasn't overly impressed by the start of the series. Yeah. Is what it is. So then we move into Into the Dark. This is Claudia Gray. This is kind of who we were waiting for. Mm -hmm. um, and in my opinion, much better book. I would say, part of me wants to say it's the best book so far, honestly. I would say so. Yeah. I, I, the, I, out of the Shadows was okay, but I, I would say Into the Dark was much better. Yeah, I think so. The, the only thing I would say is that they had like, too many characters. Yes, there was a lot to go through. There, there was just a lot too, of people to learn. 
Yeah, there's there's two. Uh, it felt like too many characters. But yeah, I mean, the premise. This is where we learn about the Dren Gear and how they mm-hmm. were trapped by the Sith uh, mm-hmm. on a station, a random Which you station. You know that you got a bad guy if the Sith are scared of them. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, uh, who were our Jedi in this book? Because this is where we met Reef Silas uh, and his uh, new master. I wonder if I can. Uh, let's see here. I always hate forgetting names, but they were saying this is also where we met Nan, who we've been mm-hmm. super disappointed in, in in the most recent book. They really, really beat her down, which was sad. Uh oh! This is where we had our uh, geo, geode guy. Yeah, geodude, <laughs> who everybody was going nuts for, even though it was like a rock that didn't talk. But he wasn't a rock. Yeah, whatever. He's a rock. <laughs> we had the same conversation in the in the podcast. I think we made a few jokes about that. But yeah, he was a rock. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Character list. Who do we have? Who is in here? <clears throat> was this uh, was this where we first met Comac? Am I making that up? No, we we might have met him at the very end of Light, but it, yeah, no, there it's he our is. first yeah. real interaction. Yeah. Yeah, so Comac, yeah. So Comac and Reef and Anyway, they were on a station. Is this where we meet? Is Elzar in this? Mm-hmm. No. Who I was the so. Who was the dude that we thought died like he got vaporized when he gets sent? I'm try Yeah, I'm trying to find names. I can't think of his name. <laughs> yeah, so we also had the Terry Rosason as well she was and then was this where we dealt with the bind guild oh is this where we dealt with the bind guild storyline guild yeah that I think could so. be that could be I'm, I'm i'm just i'm literally just trying to find names and like <laughs> a lot of a lot of these names are not oh this is where we also had orla jereni who uh, who is our mm. uh, Umbaran, who we we recently met back up with, yeah, um, in the comics. So yeah, no, no, she she had her whole uh, what, what did they call the Pathfinder or, or Wayseeker Wayseeker mm-hmm. uh, Padawan of Lorette Savarel. Uh, yeah, 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 okay, uh, it's starting to come together. I. It is tough for me to remember all these names. Tia Maribel? Uh, I, I cannot find that stupid guy's name. <laughs> this is so stupid. Who was Des that Rydan. person? Rydan. Des Rydan. There we go. Jedi Knight and Molly's first apprentice. There we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's stupid thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got... Uh, he got Disintegrated by the by the rings, but he wasn't really disintegrated. Yeah, right. interesting. We, we yeah, so for a solid hour and a half of audible yeah. that he was dead. 
<laughs> yeah, so we had uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had Dez, Reith, Comac, and Orla. They mm-hmm. were they were all and kind then the of the Jedi involved. Yeah, interesting. And so, then, yeah. so yeah, we had six characters to deal with plus side characters. That was a lot. Right. Yeah, it was a lot. And then we had the Drengear threat revealed here and um Sort the description of the, uh, of the Drengear in this was way different than what we're getting in the comics as well. I mean, yeah. it was almost more like a uh, warrior race, like the Yuzen Vong, based on the description, which yeah. we might see again. But Kind of, maybe. Yeah, well, at any rate, it was interesting, and you kind of set up like an unbeatable enemy. I mean, how yeah. do you defeat tree people who you, you just can't hack to pieces? They just basically right. make more. You know, you burn them. <laughs> I don't think we've even tried that yet. Honestly, in any I mean, of the books f- or comics. Fire. I mean, come on, man. Who would who would have thought of fire? Yeah. So it, it was it was an interesting thing because I mean, here here's the whole deal. Like, if you have this almost OP unbeatable enemy, how do you defeat him? You have to figure out a cool way to do that, and we right. we might be heading towards that. But yeah, it was, an, it was an interesting, interesting premise, interesting book. I thought, again, I thought it was well written. I don't know what we did uh, ratings wise on any of these, but I, I definitely felt like it was it was probably the best out of the books. You know, to be honest with you, man, I felt like our first thought about the Dren Gear was not that positive. It wasn't, but honestly, the comics were what changed it for me. Ironically, <laughs> yeah, I just think we we needed to get a little bit more into it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I definitely has changed t- changed my particular opinion. But there again, I, I'm kind of wondering how much of my opinion changes because we now think that the Nihil are so stupid, or if it really was because like the Drengear really are cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is it the lesser of two evils type of deal? I don't know. Yeah, eventually I'll have to reread all the books and see how I feel at that point. But I'm good. <laughs> so anyway, You're never te- reading these books again, are you? Uh, I don't know. Test of Courage, young adult novel, Justina Ireland, where we meet Vern, Vernestra. Angsty, so angsty. Eh, yeah, kind of. Em- Emery was angsty. Bunch of kids. We had the Ver- Staros, Staros daughter. Back when Vern was still awesome. Yeah. Vernestra, the youngest uh, Jedi Knight, at least mm-hmm. for the time who I really, really thought was going to be a really cool character. Kind of yep. got a little nerfed in the most recent book a little bit. But, um, you know, for... for and, and this book really did feel like a young adult novel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, it sure. almost felt like it was kind of like <laughs> a bit <laughs> below to us, the, you know? It's like maybe yeah. we shouldn't be reading this low type of deal. It was kind of rough, especially when you compare it to Out of the Shadows, which is kind of the same thing, but then you got all this... Death and destruction. Well, I mean, out, themes. Well, out of the shadows, what, they're rated for the same age, right? But they're yeah. not. <laughs> but they're really, they're really quite different. Um, but yeah, so t- Test of Courage was a nice little story about you know some kids trapped on a planet, mm-hmm. and there's Nihil there, and they have to like figure it out. And Emery kind of goes dark side. Yeah, and we get our uh, the senator and out of the shadows daughter, which was kind of cool. She was a yeah. cool character. Yeah, she was she was interesting. She she could be an, an interesting character, mm-hmm. but um, but again, it really centered around Ver- Vernestra, who is a Miri Allen, and we do use Miri Allens like a lot. Yeah, you notice that? Yeah, 
I mean, they're cool. Uh, don't get me wrong, but they we do are. we do use definitely. Miri Allens a lot more mm-hmm. now. I mean, they're, they're they're definitely trying to like bring sort of to the forefront like more Tagrudas, which we mm-hmm. obviously saw in uh, Rising Storm. But like Miri Allens, because uh, Force Collector, the friend was Miri Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was Ahsoka's friend who betrayed her? Burris uh, or the the Padawan? Yeah, yeah. wasn't Wasn't she Miri uh, Allen? Yeah, she is. I think her master was too. Well, uh, yeah. Well, the, in in Rebels, the the master who who drew them uh, drew Kane yeah. into the yep. state. Um, yeah, sorry, what is her names. name? Whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's dead. <laughs> Very dead. Sadly, dead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. I I uh, I like I said, we like Vernestra. We think she's cool. Definitely, kind of like I I always had the sort of connection to it she's kind of a little bit ahsoka like mm-hmm. in a way um but you know bit. she seemed more mature in this book than she did in Ash shadows 100 percent, yeah 100 percent. but uh, effectively you know just storyline wise emery does sort of turn in the dark side doesn't have a master vernestra eventually takes him on as a padawan which i i think i think was a seemed to be a good move at the time yeah, obviously was I, tested later on, but not not bad. Not bad. Yeah, kind of ironic because I, if I remember correctly, when we were re- reviewing this book, we didn't really like Emery all that much. No, like Emery was general. kind of a baby. And now, I like Emery more than Vernestra almost from Out of the Shadows. They really fleshed his character out yeah. pretty well. I think. I think they needed. They just needed to flesh him out a bit. But yeah, no. Yeah, well, he was a side character more in that book, so I get it. True. All right, ready to hit second wave? Well, we got our, our comics still in uh, first wave, right? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Do we even want to talk let's about just, that? Let's just hit books, and then we'll do, we'll do comics. Okay. So, well, you know what? Let's stop here, and let's just give a grade to, to uh, uh, phase one out of ten. What do you think? How strong was the start to High Republic? I'm trying to think how to do this because we have one pretty good book, one pretty disappointing book, and something right in the middle. Sure. I guess I would give it, based on all the hype only, I'm not trying to be super negative here, but I kind of have to be. Based on all the hype and all the excitement, I would give it like a 6.5. Oh, wow. It, yeah, that's low. It, it's, it, yeah, Lie of the Jedi. It was light for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I get that. I I'm probably more at like a seven point five, probably seven point five, seven point six in that range. I think it was fine. You know, it it was okay. Uh, it, it didn't blow anything socks off, but I think it passed. It was passable. Yeah. Honestly, there's really only one book I would ever consider reading again. It's just Into the Dark. Sure. I mean, it's a it's a great book. I'd never want to read Light again, though. Yeah, I'm good. All right, second wave, rising storm out of the shadows, race to crash point. Unfortunately, we can't. And Tempest Runner, we can't really give a grade to this because it's not done, and we're not reading Crash Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can talk about rising storm and out of the shadows. Obviously, recently we did out of the shadows, so we don't have to rehash too much. But let's uh, let's do rising storm here. This it was, was supposed this was supposed to be our book. <laughs> I mean, this was supposed yeah. to be the one that turned the tide for High Republic because oh, I it mean. Did. No, 
<laughs> well, no lie, but we really just wanted to hear about Stellan Geos because yeah. I thought this guy was going to be the, the, the guy, but it seems like he's more, at least to my opinion, he seems to be more like what the Jedi Order is going to become. Like he's sort yeah, of precursor the... Precursor to it. Yeah. Yeah, the pre the precursor to what the the order became, which is kind of sad because he's clearly very learned. He's mm-hmm. clearly very powerful, but in this book, he was defeated. Mm-hmm. That's not something I not really even thought. just defeated, just beat down. Yeah, really beat down. And the premise of the book was this whole thing about a fair. So you're 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 doing a in the galactic middle of two. Two wars in the yeah. middle of two wars. <laughs> yeah. You, you, well, the, the Republic doesn't have like a standing military. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not really fighting it. That's the Jedi's job in their opinion, which is kind of BS. Uh, again, precursing to what happens in the Clone Wars, uh, where you've got to be warriors. you got to fight for the Republic. Yeah. Well, and we even have a, uh, a senator bring that up in Tune. this book. It's like, I don't. I don't hate you, Jedi. I just think that we need to be able to stand without you in case something ever happens, which, (laughs) foreshadowing, you know. Well, it's an interesting premise because, yes, the Republic should have a standing military, at least in my opinion. But I I actually probably would have preferred for the Jedi to just maybe not even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think that it's contrary to, like, really being one with the force. And we've seen this a lot in these books where, you know, the Jedi try and avoid, avoid killing people, but they always make the point to say, well, I had to, you know, I didn't want Mm -hmm. to, I felt it really bad. It's like, yeah. And then you just see like Anakin murder everyone in front of him. Right. (laughs) They're just robots. Uh, what about all the rest of the people you've killed? (laughs) Um, yeah, it's 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 difficult to, to justify, but I don't know exactly how you solve the universe's problems. I do, I, I don't Maybe know how you. Maybe that's not the that. Jedi's true job. Well, it's, I, and I don't think it is either. But I, I think sort of the <laughs> outpost thing kind of makes sense. Like you have outposts sure, and they help sure. the planets, but that kind of devolves into sort of like when you talk about geopolitics, like the United States is a united body of states. Each state has its own internal government and military and so on and so forth. Like that is kind of honestly banking a little bit on the European model as well, because like all these Mm -hmm. European countries are actually just kind of like small states or like Africa is a, is a combination of, all of this mm-hmm. stuff, you know, and they, they all say that they're countries and so forth. But in the United States, each state could technically be its own little micro country. It's really no different. It's just we yeah. united in the states and, uh, towards a common goal of being mm-hmm. America, you know, being the United States. It's in the name. Whereas in, in, in the Star Wars universe, I wonder if it almost wouldn't have been better if these planets stopped relying on this universal republic and just like, yeah, we're in the republic, but we are like, well, we're like the Togruta. We have a fleet. We have fearsome warriors. We, we're able to protect ourselves. And not every planet's going to be able to do that. Sure. But, but 
realistically, how's the Republic actually protecting them, though? If it wasn't for the Jedi, which aren't on their payroll. Well, at this time, at this time, yeah, it's all Jedi. Yeah, uh, which is ridiculous when you think about what they're up against. Right. Well, and then the Republic continues to expand. It, it wants to continue mm-hmm. to expand and expand and expand. And that expansion comes at a cost because you need more resource, you need more protection, you need more of this, that, and the other. And there's and always going to be the reason why the Nihil attack. Right. Because they're starting to be infringed upon by the Republic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, then the Republic has always lacked decisiveness, you know, mm-hmm. because as you expand and you have more voices and you have this continuation to try and hear every single voice, well, that's impossible. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it, it's, it's difficult enough when you think of just the United States, but thinking about different different species and trying to deal right. with all of that. And you're talking a, a global scale that's ridiculous. Not even global, a galactic scale, I mean. And it's just too much without... The Empire was the only thing that could ever do that. The Republic just doesn't have the will to do that. Well, it, it, you know, I think... Um in maybe more of a peacetime environment, yeah, the, the mm-hmm. Republic can work. But there's always going to be something. I mean, the Empire only worked because of fear and, you know, death. And it was, you know, dicta- a true dictatorship from the top down. Uh, but the Republic is idealism. And, mm-hmm. and yes, if you ha- but you have to have strength in order to back your idealism. Yeah, because otherwise think- you're just living... You're trying to live in a perfect world that cannot exist. Yeah. Maybe it can which, for a few years, but that's it. Well, w- which I think is the reason for this fair. Like Lena So's idea was even despite all this, we have to come together and showcase our diversity and do all this, that, and the other. But without actually considering the outside threat, it was really like one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. It really was, especially when you're, you know, bringing all of these Jedi and leaders and voices of the Republic together, you're just setting yourself up for this attack that, yeah. I mean, you, every Jedi should have seen this coming a mile away. Really? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the, the fact that they just didn't have more protection was, was quite frankly, very, very dumb. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I think it's like one of those things, it's a, like an invincibility play. It's like, nah, I mean, we're the Republic. Nobody can hurt us. We have the Jedi. We have this. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, a determined enemy can overcome anything as long as they're determined. Yeah. So, yeah, the, this stupid fair, Stellan's utter failure at being a Jedi. Um, Elzar just kind of falling apart in Elzar his own way. getting chicks. Yeah. And the complete lack of Avar. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, and, and, and then again, just like not caring about the Nihil. Who, yeah. it just, I don't care. I don't care about the Nihil. I don't care about Marcion Rowe or Marcion Rowe. Right. He's, he's like, he's such a boring character that shouldn't be alive. Um, Lorna D is probably the only smart one out of any of them. Mm-hmm. 
Panada, who I totally, and listen, I know it's not true, but I totally just view him as a giant street shark, yeah. uh, you know, in my <laughs> mind. All I think is just a, oh, hey, street shark's back. He's stupid. They're all stupid. They're so dumb, and they should just be destroyed. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's no reason why they should even be around. Well, put them up against Clone War era Republic. The clones would wipe them out so quickly. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing, and, and of course, the clone the clone army was obviously the precursor to to the Empire, and there was a bit of a little bit of um, ruthlessness there that I don't think this Republic has. But yeah, it it just it's so boring. It's just such a boring thing. We're not here. We're gonna do drugs and like listen to music and kill people because that's what we do. Don't tell us what to do. Oh, crap. I'm getting zapped by Martian's helmet. Oh, my God. That was so stupid. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh. Yeah, he poisoned me. Oh, my God. It was just so dumb. And like I said, I mean, we, we wanted that book to be good, but like... And then, and then the POV, the constant reset of POV was it got we old. must we must have had like five or six and you know sure you're gonna have a change in perspective but this is like each one was enough time that they felt like the main character when they clearly were not yeah it's just the, disjointed the, the only cool thing that i liked in here was the interaction between bell zetafar and stellan yes that, that was the only the only part that i pulled out of here that oh this is really cool. Bell's yeah. hurting, you know, there, there's, you know, he's lost his master. He's got the flame dog and Stellan's stepping in. And it's like, well, that'd be interesting if Bell became Stellan's Padawan, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, or something like that. I mean, help him help the kid. He's clearly screwed. And then they don't. Um, now the, uh, the little mini storyline with uh, So's son and his like boyfriend who was what was he the governor's son or something like I that I think so yeah I mean that was okay yeah I mean that was something I guess um but yeah just it was it was it was a it was an exercise in seeing how you can get so ground level in a disaster Mm-hmm. but without actually emoting anything. Like, yeah. y- do you remember the, the one part where they found the, the two attendants in the ship and like one of them was trapped. It's like Dennis or something. He had a really yeah. lame name. It's like, yes. Oh, Dennis is trapped and he's being crushed to death. I'm going to make a bar joke. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, well, it, it was like an attempt to make it real for people, I think. Mm-hmm. It fell so flat for me. It just fell yeah. flat. And, and, well, and there, was, that, there was so much incompetence on the Jedi's side. Like, was it Stellan that was trying to make that little, uh, basically, force field around the, the small group he had? Yeah, he's he trying to push back that. the gas. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't even really do that without being distracted by people being around him. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and granted, I guess I guess we have to cut him a little slack there because there was a lot of pain and death and everything going around. Sure. There's like millions of people. But yeah, I mean, you're 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 on the council. You're a master. You're supposed to be this OP dude, and he just he came off kind of lame. He was just kind of lame. Yeah, and I feel like the intent there was to just show how hopeless the situation was, how difficult it was, but they just it came off making him seem so weak. Yeah, but the lesson you could teach there is that even in its darkest time, these golden age Jedi who listen to the Force can tap into it in a way that the Jedi of, you know, future generations couldn't do. Yeah. But again, I think they're making Stellan is sort of like the the precursor to what the Jedi became, which was a bunch of weaklings, you know? Right. And then again, like Elzar, who we saw in Light of the Jedi be this, you know, like cool, like force kind of like study guy doing different stuff. Right. His whole arc was, I'm going to go bang a chick because I feel like it. And then I'm going to feel bad about it. And then I'm kind of going to go dark side a bit. And granted, some of that kind of like arc is, you know, it's okay. It's interesting, I suppose. But it just becomes like the Elzar, how can I get a girl? Oh, Avar didn't show up. Oh, man, she sent Orbel in. <sighs> Meh. Yeah. And then we have our big reveal at the end with Marshall's oh, yeah, Spectre thing. The stupid <laughs> be, be, beast deal that turns Jedi into stone. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. I, it's again, we've talked about it, but it's like, well, okay, so what? You have to drop the thing on a planet. Like, it's right. not like that. I don't think Blow the thing up can the just ship go through space. And you're done. <laughs> Conceivably, I mean, what does it matter? I mean, oh, it's the worst weapon against Jedi. It's like, but you can kill a Jedi with a blaster. It's not it's the like, worst threat to the well, Jedi. Well, so it's a Death Star, but how difficult would it be to hit? <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's very situational. Yeah. I mean, there are a million and one ways that you could deal with this thing that without any resulting loss of life. It just, it seems mm-hmm. so contrived. It's, uh, this, 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 this is what you came been, up with? This should have been where we dealt with the Drangir. Don't introduce this lame version of the Drangir, you know? Yeah. Well, we even had a more interesting premise in the book where the, the scientist and her daughter had created that you know, generator that wouldn't let weapons work. Yeah. Do you know how much more the potential like, of that was ridiculous? And then they just, they just throw it away to, Oh no, that's illegal. We're destroying your plants. <laughs> yeah. The, I the mean, that, that's a bigger that. threat than a yeah, stupid absolutely. beast that you have to put on wherever. It, anyway, whatever you have to transport it. That's, Maybe that's the premise of the samurai Jedi thing. Maybe that wasn't a lightsaber. Maybe they're back to using swords because they're <laughs> they're lightsabers. I'm, I'm, good, I'm, good, I'm good on visions. <laughs> All right, Out of the Shadows um, was the last book that we we went into. Not bad. I Not don't remember bad. what we gave rating wise, but I don't think it was like particularly high. I think it was around eight. Was it something? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it was, you know. It was an okay book. It was just an okay book. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't don't really have a ton of complaints other than 
just kind of focusing too much on the Sentecas and the graphs and well, we, none of we, that being super interesting, honestly. Well, we wound up having, like, favorite characters, which, you know, uh, the Sills girlfriend, uh, Jordana. Yeah. Who, who, who is a who is a Senteca. Technically a Senteca, yeah. I mean, she was more interesting than Vern at times. And oh, Vernestra absolutely. was supposed to be, like, the reason we... Again, it's like, you set us up for the for who or we i guess not to put it on the writer but we've set ourselves up to like like some of the titler characters of these books and they just wind up falling flat like stellan and rising and Vern in mm-hmm. this book you know well i mean look at the cover look at who should have been the focus it just well wasn't. i mean the front the front cover is sill you know true it, but you got vernestra and emery yeah. and I mean, Emery was more interesting than Vernestra. We already talked about that by yeah. far. Yeah, I mean, Emery just the the sort of launching into more of his force abilities and and so forth. You know, there Wreath uh, and Comac were also in here as well. Um, yeah, kind of exploring some of the relationship between Wreath and Vernestra, as you know, they were. You know, hopefully they weren't having the same Elzar of our Padawan romping. That apparently I don't know. I, I think uh, Vernestra's a little too oblivious for that, but Emery clearly knows. Well, that, that's why <laughs> I equate her more to like an Ahsoka, who's sort of mm-hmm. m- more like the innocent in some ways. Well, maybe innocent, naive, but also sort of like the uh, the the almost like either non-binary or, or kind of like asexual type of person, where they're not yeah. they're not concerned with the with the um, with the typical drives of of prepubescent youth you know they're mm-hmm. they're they're more uh focused on what they're actually supposed to be focused on which in, right. in vernestra's well, case is the force and the mastery of war that. that should be what we're focused on well i mean it, it's not really even war yeah i kind of no, i kind of want to this has kind of been a bubble honestly yeah i, I kind of want to nip that a little bit because again like it's it's sort of the random thing with like um the invasion of Afghanistan and then the subsequent fighting in, in Iraq, they weren't technically wars. You know what I mean? What do they call what? It, well, Korea technically Skirmishes. wasn't, wasn't a war either. I mean, we call it the Korean war and it was a war and the wars and the, the fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq were definitely war as well. But just when we talk about like terms, terminology, uh, conflict, it's a conflict. But in this book, this is definitely more I don't know of a if conflict. I call the a conflict. <laughs> well, no, I mean that's a different thing. But it's just because the only time we hear the Drengear is in the comics, and, yeah, and it's in, always in back the burner. And the way that they deal with it being in the back burner is weird too, because it seems like every book's like, and while the Drengear slowly take over the galaxy, we're dealing with the Nihil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at any rate, I mean, Sil- Sil's character was cool. Uh, Jordana was yeah. cool. Their arc was interesting, although it was it kind of felt odd at times, but then it picked back up and then it ended it good. Felt a little forced in certain situations. Yeah, yeah, it really wasn't. Yeah, in the very beginning, it felt it just felt a little awkward. And maybe that was the mm-hmm. point. But then it got it got better. But yeah, Ver- Vernestra and, and all of her internal struggles with, you know, being a master to a Padawan who's basically her age, who's kind of mm-hmm. childish. Um, dealing with her sort of doubts and everything. Eh, you know, again, it's like sometimes we just need Steven Seagal. 
you know, yeah. to come in and roundhouse kick people in the face over and over again and, and, and not that's a bar. be, well, <laughs> that is kind of a bar. Yeah. But we, but again, we don't, he, there's no main book with her right now. No. We're not She's dealing with her writing rancors in the comics and we're just waiting. <laughs> Well, they, and we said this. We've said this a few times. The comics probably should have been the book, and the, yeah. some of the book should have been comics. You know, because that the uh, I think the Nihil stuff would have been more interesting in a comic, honestly. Because to an extent, I mean, I feel like they try to be very visual with everything yeah. dealing with the Nihil, and I think a comic would be a better way to deal with that. Dealing with you know, Panida and. and Oh my Ada. God, I said it. Don't even Ada. do it. Ada, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Idaho Ada, Potato. Pan Ada, and I'm drawing a blank on her name. Lorna. Or Lorna, and everything. I think that those moments would be cooler in a comic, truthfully. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Who, who, is our, who is our main character in the comics? Uh, do you remember her name? I'm blanking. Reeve. On it. I think it was Reeve. I'm looking it up because that bothers me. She, uh, the, uh, oh, for God's sake, just give me a name, man. Like, just stop. Stop making me hunt. <laughs> I <laughs> hate hunting. I hate hunting for stuff. It's like, just give me a name and stop popping up stupid pop-ups. Nobody cares about your That's stuff. another thing about High Republic. Ke- it's Keeve, very Keeve Trennis. So Keeve, I think, is a far more interesting character than most of the masters we've met. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. To to have a book where like Keeve and Avar go off on a mission or something like that, I think yeah. would be sick. I think that'd be in- very interesting. Yeah, and I I think that what they're dealing with with Skier and Keeve is kind of lost in comic form. Well, honestly, Skier, Skier's not interesting to me. I don't care. No, but that conflict of potentially having to kill your master and trying to save him, that would be good in book form, I think. Yeah, sure. I could see that. Uh, I, I'm focusing more on Keeve with it, honestly. No, it makes sense. She, it makes sense. She's probably in my top three Jedis so yeah. far, just she's because she hasn't been... She wasn't, but she's one of the few that hasn't been ruined for me in the books. Yeah, she had a build. She definitely had a build-up, yeah. but I think she's coming into her own. But yeah, I mean, I just think that it should be explored more. Although so, I would not want to read about the twins. <laughs> no, those twins are they're they're just sort of odd. I don't I don't know if I like it or not. Yeah. Uh, so I guess again, seeing as we're talking about the comic, I mean, I guess we've kind of talked about the comic and the plot throughout, but the, the comic has been interwoven and seemingly will continue to be interwoven throughout this. But this is where we get the Dren gear. This is where we get yeah. you know that storyline in comic form. And I, and I'm sorry to the comic book people. I don't think that it deserved to be a comic. I think it deserved to be in the book form and the Nihil deserved yeah. to be in the comics because I, and, and this is just me and I'm sorry, but I always view the comic to be the B plot yeah, or the B story or the B anything because it is short. It's condensed. Well, you can't make a interesting full story out of it. It's more of just a I don't set wanna, piece in it. Yeah. I don't want to go it, that far, but it's like, hard to do dialogue. You know, it's yeah, very well, hard to do dialogue yes. with comics. And that, yes, and that, that I think is the greatest strength of books is that you can branch out and have 
excellent dialogue, but you can't, yeah, you're right. That's, that's what I'm searching for. You really can't get that dialogue in comics as much. I mean, could you imagine? You get the visuals. The dialogue, true. Could you imagine a dialogue of dealing with like the main progenitor, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Drangir in a book, yeah. like actually interacting with it, how awesome and epic that right. would be. Yeah, no, I agree. You'd almost get like that Legion voice in the audio book and everything. And mm, it, would, it would be so mm. cool. I don't know. We'll we'll see how the comics continue to go. But yeah, it's it is what it is. So anyway, that's kind of phase one, phase two. We won't rate phase two because right now, because we're not really done mm-hmm. and we who knows if we'll ever truly be done. Um, but yeah, that, that's what we've got so far. So we've kind of nitpicked a lot. We've had a couple of good things, but I think overall, considering all the book series we've gotten, trilogies, you know, Alphabet Squadron, Thrawn, what else have we gotten recently? Um, Mm. you know, some of the lead up to, uh, Rise of Skywalker, Force Collector, Dooku, Master Mm -hmm. and Apprentice, the Queen's books uh, from EK. Uh, it, it's it's difficult. It's difficult building an entirely new universe, but sure. I hope that it gets better. Well, the groundwork for this era compared to what we have for the original trilogy or the prequels, it's rough. Yeah. It, it is rough. Yeah. But But we are also trying to start a completely new era in book form and that is difficult i mean even the old republic was difficult i'm sure to conceive it's just it's just there's nothing really going on really yeah it's like a lot of flies that just need swatted well when you think of the the greater conflict i mean and you actually think about who's waging this war like how many Jedi do we really have? If yeah. you really, if you expand it out and think about the scale of it, it's kind of bleak, really. Mm. I mean, we, we really need to get some military help here. Because I feel like without that, you can't really start doing these epic opera-style battles, just really huge-scale wars. You know, you can't do it. Because mm. yeah. at the end I of the guess. day, we... The most we could have is maybe like 50 Jedi in their little, what do they call their fighters? Vectors. Yeah, their little vectors going up against the Nihil, and that, I don't know. It's just not mm. grand scale enough, I feel. Yeah, I suppose. So, yeah, there you go. High Republic. What else we have to talk about? Comics. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we are. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, well, there you go. So High Republic, I'm hoping it gets better. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I'm still so optimistic. I, I think there's certainly a chance. We just got to Do you think? Um, a little bit. Do you think maybe they need to get some new writers in? You know, I was really just thinking about posing that question myself. I mean, we love Claudia, but are these really the best? Is this the best group of writers for this, truthfully? Well, I, I don't want to give too much crap to Kevin Scott because he did do Dooku. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, there are other 
people out there that write good books, maybe maybe you do need to fr- refresh the authors because this yeah. just seems to be a project among these authors. I think that's right. fine. But I almost kind of wonder if you need to sort of hand it off a little bit, sort of like everything else is, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe that would freshen it up a bit. Get a, I mean, get I a think different that's what, view. I think that's what made the New Jedi Order work, is you didn't have to rely on one point of view from one author. I mean, you you really explored. And, and there were low points, sure. But, yeah, I think we need to consider adding a few different authors kind of look at the catalog of what we've already had i think it would i think it would work i personally think it'd work Mm -hmm. but we'll see uh there's still some building to do i'm sure and uh who knows who knows what we'll get in the future yeah so anyway uh yeah that's high republic what else we got to talk about anything else no i don't think we had anything else planned all right well, hopefully you guys enjoyed the discussion. Um, love to hear from you. What are you? What are yeah. your thoughts on High Republic? Uh, does it hit right for you? Is it not so good? Um, you can follow Did us we on just Twitter. Defend all of you. Yeah, true <laughs> enough. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at TC Plan Podcast. Find us on Facebook, or just send us an email to TC Plan Podcast at gmail Let us know your thoughts. You know, we'll we'll read it out here on a show. We'll discuss it. Uh, not a problem. But, uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you and like to, like to hear those opinions. But, um, but, yeah, I guess aside from that, that's all we've got. So y'all have a good rest of your week. And as always, may the Force be with you.